Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Get Clean Podcast. I'm your host, Khalil Sharad, and this is episode 54. In this episode, I'll be interviewing Tiffany, who goes by Tiny Tiff on Instagram. This young, small, tiny little lady is extremely strong. She makes me feel weak every single time I look at her numbers. Um, She's the number one all-time world record holder at the 97-pound weight class, and she holds two all-time world records, and she's also a fellow smart strength uh, coach like myself. So I hope you guys enjoy it, uh, and let's get clean. Hi. Hey. Can you hear me? How's it going? Yep. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Good. How about you? How about you? Good. I'm like ready to do this and eat and then <laughs> go to sleep, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can snack as we go. That's what everybody does here because you see, end of the day anyway, I'm snacking right now. Yeah, I had like a little oatmeal, but I'll probably eat after. But yeah. Um, I've done like, I think I've only done like two podcasts, so. In your life? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. Do people not uh, ask you? Yeah, I, I guess no one asked me, but I also don't ask people. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, no, I've done three, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, start off by telling everybody who you are and what you do and everything. Um, I'm Tiny Tiff. I compete in powerlifting. I do a little weightlifting. I'm a personal trainer. Um, I work with like general population, powerlifters, kids. Um, yeah, I think that's it about me. Um, <laughs> well, let's start off starting off just by, you know, how'd you get started? Um, on your path to like lifting serious now, or did huh. you like play sports when you were younger? How'd you get into okay. competing? All that. Um, so I played soccer growing up, and then okay. um, I actually never touched a weight until I was like eighteen, maybe. Okay. And that was like a one time my cousin took me to the gym and showed me a workout, and I did not. <laughs> so, uh, and then in college, I played club soccer at San Jose State, and. One of the girls on the team told me there was a really hot guy on the team, so for powerlifting, <laughs> and um, so I went and I, I, you know, I, I went and I was like, well, I guess I'll do this, but, uh, and that's kind of how I got into powerlifting, um, yeah. And that's definitely I, a first, you know. We're not; it's not the most attractive population. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I didn't say I was attracted to the guy. I just showed up and I was like, "Well, I guess I'll stay and lift." Uh, <laughs> I'm here but, now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but that was the first time I'd ever like. I didn't know what a deadlift was. I didn't know what <laughs> bench press was. Like, I knew what a squat was, but I've never squatted with like a bar on my back. So. That is how I got into it, San Jose State, my last semester there. And then um, our coach, like, basically was like, hey, if you want to be on the team, you have to compete. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm competing. Really? And I remember, like, we all shared a belt. Like, it was so early on that, like, I know. I'm glad that's when I started because there's so much out there now that I'm like, I probably would be overwhelmed like half the new people that want to compete. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what were your numbers when you first started versus, oh you know, all time? Um, I don't, 
I could look it up. Let me look it up. But I know I bench. I bench like the bar. <laughs> That's my girls when they come in. <laughs> yeah, like I had no form. Like I didn't. We had like no form. Like it was just <laughs> we were all kind of there, hanging out, lifting weights. Um, let's see. This is embarrassing. Uh, my first meet, I squatted one fifty nine. I benched 66 and I deadlifted 187. How much were you wearing then? <clears throat> I was 97. Okay. Then. But yeah. And then, like, the heaviest squat I've done now is like three. In competition, I've done 308. In the gym with wraps, I've done 345. And then uh, my best bench now is 148. And then my best deadlift is 347. So. Yeah. Sound like me. Not not yeah. too excited for upper body. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting better. Like I, I would say I've made a lot more progress in the last like two years. Um but for well, how while, long have you been competing been, now? Uh it's been nine years. Okay. Yeah. I was in there before social media was <laughs> big. So we didn't have all these people to learn from and see. So that's probably why you haven't had as many requests is because of social media. Because anybody that's like anybody that's done like on that has that same resume you'd have, like mm-hmm. have are, are shown on a podcast every other week, but yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just how much you put into social media. Yeah. I like I, I'm getting better at it, but like it's still like because I don't care. I only care about like reaching more people, but it's not I feel like you gotta love those likes too. That's what it yeah. is. Got it. Like to put all that extra effort into it, like it's just so tiring. <laughs> I know. I totally understand what you mean because I'm like, most of my days, like I'm working with clients and I'm like, I'm not trying to record you to post. Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. I will, but <laughs> like I care more about like my relationship with my clients, like, like seeing how they feel, watching how they move than like, I like, I don't use social media for, I don't really get clients from there. Like it's not, that's not really my goal. What do you get a lot of referrals? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, I have a steady, steady flow of clients I've had for like the last like five, eight years. Like, Mm. and I just, I have referrals from my own clients. Like, I don't think I've ever really done a lot of marketing for myself. Mm. So, and then like with smart strength, like, that's probably been the only thing where like I'm getting clients through social media, but like, it's not even really me pushing it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I just like, when I talked to Tom, I was like, I literally have no, I don't have time to like try to figure out how to push this. Like I barely <laughs> know what I'm posting. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. Like I don't, I don't care that much about social media to like, make everything look nice like i just figured out how to use reels and i'm like this is way more time consuming than i need it to be um, sometimes a post can be like 40 minutes i'm like yo i can't yeah. i can't do this all the damn time <laughs> Let, and, yeah. and meanwhile i'm not making it i'm not making the video look pretty it's just to write what i should write <laughs> yeah. the hashtags and like tagging people and i'm like fuck yeah. this is important don't don't add on like try to combine a video or some shit. Oh fuck! <laughs> and then music, and you're trying to make the, the music match like what you're doing. <laughs> no, and like, I need a teenager to do this for me. 
Just <laughs> just take my phone. <laughs> but oh, so yeah, how long? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that's probably why I don't. I'm not on a lot of podcasts. Right. <laughs> but like uh, for us, like it, we kind of had to figure out when it actually worked. Like I feel like I'm so busy with like my actual work that sometimes yeah. I'm like I don't have time to get on this. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm glad I got you squeezed in. Yeah. <laughs> um. So how long was it before you got to your world records and your all-time records? How many years in out of your eight or nine you competed did uh, you get to that elite level? The all-time world record, it took me, I think I got it like three years after I started competing. Okay. Yeah. So how fast did your numbers shoot up? I mean, I feel like it was a steady progress. Um I mean, within that three years, like, I put a hundred and a hundred and twenty pounds on my squat, but I also, okay. like, went wraps and stuff. Um, my yeah. bench is really slow moving. <laughs> my deadlifts, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the records have been, like, I feel like there's so much more progress now and, like, how everyone like all these younger people are so strong coming out i think mm-hmm. they have so much material to like learn from oh, yeah. um, so i feel like i had so many like missteps like getting to where i am now and i still like have bad habits that i'm trying to like break out of yeah um, but yeah yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> When you started training, like, what's the differences in your training from when you first started till now, or at least the major ones? Um, I mean, I was doing more of a linear progression before, and then mm-hmm. I started doing a lot more conjugate, which, okay. like, I liked, my body liked a lot more. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I didn't have training partners, really, when I first started. Right. It was kind of like... you. When I was on the team, it was kind of, we had Saturday practice if anyone wanted to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like, I train with a good crew of people, and I think that's, like, such a, like, something that's so underrated. I don't think a lot of people that don't train with people, like, or a lot of people that train alone, like, don't see, like, don't know the value of all of it. And for me, it's, it's like, so much better. Value. Yeah, I, I mean, some of it's not even the value of, like, lifting, like, getting better at lifting, like, I feel like I just have so much more, like, relationships with these people, and, like, they're, like, family, because I spend more time with them than I do with my family, honestly. (laughs) Like, I'm in there, like, five days a week with them, so um, I think that's been a big thing that I changed from the beginning to now, Um, but I take care of my body a lot better, too, now, I think, because I'm getting older. Like, (laughs) like I do a a lot more recovery, and I, like, try to eat a lot better and roll what out. What do you do for your recovery? Uh, I do a lot of hot tub, but I get body work done at least once every three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like hypervolt, rolling out with the lacrosse ball, stretches, warming up a little bit better. <laughs> what are you doing for your warm-ups now? Uh, I mean, it just depends on like what lifts I'm doing, but mm-hmm. just more activation stuff and I do like five minutes of on like on the bike or some kind of cardio, and then 
um, depending on what lift. Like if I'm squatting, I'm probably doing lunges, single leg deadlifts, some coping hanging planks. Mm. Um, and then just also like a temp selection during my like during those heavy days, I've gotten way better at. I used to just kind of go into it like this is the number I want to hit. Now I like work backwards. So I pick like what that number is and I kind of work my way down. So my jumps actually make sense instead of jumping like 50 pounds going into my top set. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you see that with like your clients. Like you're like, okay, hit a max, like max squat, like max one. And they're like, the jumps are so crazy. You're like, (laughs) why did you do that? Why did you jump a hundred pounds to hit your max? I deal with all my boys that want to put, they want to start their bench at 135, but they can mm-hmm. only bench 225. And I'm like, <laughs> you realize it's like if we stack the boxes of do box jumps and we start with 80% of your max, you are going to not get that. What yeah. do you do? And they'll do it almost <laughs> every time for the first like three months when they walk in to start benching. And I'm like, oh what God. are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, they'll see me warm up with the bar 25, then 45. Uh-huh. But they'll start with a plate on each side. I'm like, what are you doing? And it looks yeah. like complete shit. And they're like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not feeling it today. I know why. You're not warming <laughs> up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I wish people saw more of the benefit of it. But you can only do so much. <laughs> what are you doing when you're doing, um, since now you're doing a more conjugate, like um, how much are you using bands and chains? Are you doing speed squats? Are you doing more like a two heavy day principle? How do you how do you run your system? Yeah. And who who's uh, actually are you are you your own coach or are you paying for somebody coaching? Uh no, so I so actually I uh <clears throat> am kind of coming off conjugate right now. I'm going into meat prep, but um I was working with Jesse Burdick. Like I've been with him for like six or like six years mm-hmm. or something. So I train out of uh, CSA in Dublin and Jesse Burdick is is my coach and then um so we we usually do like a dynamic bench and then Mm -hmm. max effort uh lower body and then um max effort bench so usually like board board press slingshot bands chains kind of all rotates through there so Mm -hmm. kind of everything box squats i don't know how much one rep maxing do you do versus like doubles triples um I mean, I feel like we don't do a lot of one rep max. Mm. Um, there's a lot more doubles, triples. Um, yeah. Yeah. And how long have you done it like that versus singles a lot if you if you did do that? Uh, I can't really remember a time where we did a lot of singles. Mm. Um, yeah. As far as, um, <laughs> like, as far as your speed speed days what's your sets and reps um there's a lot of like two rep 10 sets and then a lot of times we'll do like uh like two different percentages so on the same day yeah yeah so like squats we'll do like speed squats or box squats and it'll be like maybe eight sets of two and then it's like five sets of two or something eight sets of two then five sets of two yeah. Well, you bugging. He went go up in percentage on the second uh, uh-huh. set of sets. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, so like, would you use like 
50% with chains and then go up to 55% chains? Or you go, or would the jump like, be bigger than that? Maybe like 50 to 60. Ooh. Um, yeah. Oh, no, it's, maybe because you, you're like, small, like you it. can do that. If I try that shit, I'm going to burn <laughs> out. That should I be like moving at a, a point, lot. too. Do you guys tend to <laughs> unit your squats, or do you just go by eye? I just go by eye, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Louis, I guess, I don't know if he said it or someone said it, that he was like, Louis just threw away his tender unit when they finally actually made the device. But I remember him always saying, oh, if you don't know it by eye, use a Tendo unit. But then he said he threw it out. And I'm like, did he throw it out because it works, but they didn't like that they were moving slower? And he didn't like that they were moving slower? Because I'm like, I see when a kid is doing a point two and it looks like a max versus when it's a point six. But I'm always like, all the conjugate people I know, the adults don't do it, even if they use it on their kids' Tendo unit. And they're like, nah, I see it by eye. And I'd be like, yeah, I used to say that, and then I got the tender unit on, and I realized how much more out of shape I am. Like, I don't want to be hooked up to one of those. I'm sure I'm completely <laughs> off. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm putting it at a point I, eight. I don't I'll be like, no, truth. you're not. It's gonna be I a point four. I do not want four. to know the truth. <laughs> yeah. But if I, when I come out to see you, you can put me on one of those. We'll see what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, but it makes a lot of fun. It kind of almost distracts you from when the sets are high because you kind of focus yeah. on more beating the number instead of focusing on how oh. your muscles are cramping while you're doing your <laughs> white sand squat. <laughs> yeah. How yeah, much, but, um, so I go was ahead, go ahead. You, like what, what, like what is the po- the population that you work with? Is it all over the place or mostly? Um, so mostly, uh, team sport athletes. So okay. mostly the ages, most of the kids I have are high school or college. I have a few that are in middle school and then a few that are at the pro level in different sports. So, okay. uh, but mostly our gym is always college and um, high school. And then I want to say almost all my girls are volleyball, except a new girl I just got in that plays soccer and another one that's an equestrian. So okay. she does the horse jumping shit. It's crazy. I, she's like, <laughs> She's, I think, smaller than you in, like, each way and is, like, 16. It's hilarious. Um, That's cool. But, uh, and then, like, a lot of the boys are kind of all over the place. So I have a few that play soccer in college, um, one that plays overseas basketball, and then a few that play high school basketball, swimming, baseball. I don't get a lot of football. Most of the Mm. football goes to my boss who who owns a gym. Um, And then half the battle is that, like, when I've gotten one or two, we deal with high school, so it's like if they play a high school sport, like they're gone for at least half the year. And then football, you know, they're doing football weight room at school, which means really badly oh, done power yeah. and front squats. And <laughs> they still pull hamstrings and they wonder why. So, like, we don't get them that much. I, I think just like the area we are, too, like we only deal with mainly private schools. So the best kids and the ones that um, – are like usually at the better schools for football. Mm-hmm. They're far away from us, so it's like, got it. That's the sport I would like to train, but then people, you know, it's like the problem is that they're always going to be like, "Well, I'm already doing lifting." Yeah, like, yeah, it's bad, but <laughs> you're like, "But you're not doing right. it good." <laughs> <laughs> um, so, when you're dealing with your your powerlifters, do you train them any different than you train yourself? Um, the only difference right now is like they do a three week wave. Because that's okay. how smart strength they were kind of doing it through. Mm. Um, but I mean, I totally I like the three week wave. 
Um, but a lot of the accessory work, a lot of stuff is like what I would do. So mm. um, I don't really train them too much, like too different. It just kind of depends on what they need to work on too. Because okay. um, I kind of just go through like what they're doing and where they're missing lifts or if they're missing lifts, like what their weakness looks like. And then I also kind of like to see like what they do like to do and what they don't like mm. to do. Because I mean, it's a lot easier when they're enjoying their programming. So <laughs> I kind of throw some of that stuff in there too for, so that they like the end of their workout. They're like, Oh, I can look forward to this at the end. Right, right. But yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff that I put on there is stuff that I would do that I've done. Yeah. So do you do like four week waves with yourself? Since you said you do no, that. I do two week waves. Jesse does oh. two week waves. Now. So. Would you just do like 50, 55, and then you're switching the bar, the chains the next week? Uh, no. So it's the same for two weeks and then it kind of changes. So it'll be a different lift or a different variation. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, now, why did he choose that out of four or three? I, I don't know. I guess I've never asked him. Yeah, because but... that's so interesting to me because I'd be like, because I, I get the accessories because I feel like you can get bored out of it. But, uh -huh. yeah, I'm just trying to – two weeks. I don't – well, does anything else go in the three-week or the one-week? Like, do you always do a switching of a max effort or will you stay with the same max effort variation for two weeks? We uh, – I mean, on the dynamic days, they stay the same for the mm -hmm. two weeks. And then the accessory – and all that changes. Um, but the yeah, the main lifts change too. Okay. Right. How much parallel versus below parallel squatting or above parallel squatting are you doing? Um, I mean, most of the time it's like I squat. Like, it doesn't... I guess we don't state it. Um, hmm. Usually just to parallel. Uh... I mean, when we do box squats, sometimes he'll put, like, to a low box. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I mean, I guess it really depends on the person. But I usually go to parallel. Right. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't going to argue yeah. with you on that one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't see why. You, like, the only reason I would go above parallel is if, like, something was hurt at that point. Yeah. But, Yeah. What about with your like gen pop? If you have do you have older clients, do you have them always do parallel? Or do you have them do a little bit of both? Uh, I mean, gen population, like usually, I just kind of have them get to where they can, <clears throat> and then uh, try to get them to like a little bit lower box, um, and just kind of work on their mobility. But right. I don't, I don't push it on them. Like they're not, they're not trying to compete. Most of them, I'm like trying to convince them they they should be squatting and using a bar. Right. So I'm just like, I, it's cool. Like, get to where you are. Like, this is where like I would go to, and this is what I'd want you to get to. But like, I'm just glad you're working out. <laughs> How much uh, reverse hyper work do you do? <clears throat> you would ask that question. Of uh, I, I I hate the reverse hyper. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's great. <laughs> I hate using it. So whenever it's programmed is when I use it. Or whenever someone is with me that is following the program to a T. 
um, I should use it more often, I guess <laughs> is what my answer would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are the special no, I, have, I have one. I have, have one, one in my garage. What type? It's, used, uh, it's the Rogue one. Uh, the is it the one where you could change the one handle, or is it the the one that has that two handle type of deal? Uh, I think it has two handles. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, obviously what, I don't use it. <laughs> is it is it is it the is it the high reps that kill you, or the heavier weight lower rep one? Uh, it's like the heavier weight. The heavier weight, really? Yeah. I can yeah. do that heavyweight all day. You put on that 25, 30, 40 rep shit, <laughs> fucking dying. <laughs> yeah. Especially I got bigger, can't breathe on that fucking thing. <laughs> I know. Like, okay, it's the same. Like, my stomach hurts when I lay on that thing. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's not just because you're big, I think. I, it just it's <laughs> uncomfortable. And I think that's why I don't use it as much. Um, well, what what, no, yeah, what do you do for the low back when you're not using the reverse hyper? Would you would you do like do you do like good mornings or back extensions? Uh, I do. I good mornings. I like mm. band good mornings too because I can get so many reps in. But um, right. something that Tom actually had me do a lot of is like the safety squat bar. Mm-hmm. Good mornings, and I actually really like that over like the barbell. But I'll do back extensions every once in a while. But I'd say I do good mornings more. Mm. Yeah. What about for the hamstrings? Do you guys have an inverse curl? Uh, we okay. I'm really sure. I don't know. I mean, I've never met you in person, but I'm like four nine, and okay. machines don't work on me. <laughs> <laughs> like machines are really hard to like for me to like figure out exactly how to get on them <laughs> with the right angles and stuff. So, <clears throat> uh, I like doing like RDLs. Um. Mm-hmm hamstrings and then like do a lot of like banded hamstring curls uh, like those a lot um and then a lot of like single leg rdls do you do any like ghd like the nordic curls or ghd or does that not uh i mean i started doing ghds more um Mm -hmm. jesse had me doing like single leg ghds and those are like not nordic curls though on it no ghds Yeah, yeah okay okay yeah Single leg is, I was like, like I could do three, <laughs> but yeah, I do those every once in a while. They, you know how like you don't like to do stuff that you're bad at. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like things that make me uncomfortable, I don't like to do that often. So. <clears throat> yeah. So I should definitely do these things more. <laughs> Thank you for pointing out all my weaknesses. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what about um, for the quads? Do you do like a lot of Bulgarians, split squats, lunges, belt squatting? Well, I like you see my quads. They're pretty big. Um, I don't. I don't know how they got that way. Honestly, I I don't like target them ever. Um, I think it's because I played soccer for like twenty years. Yeah, all my it's soccer really, players have ginormous quads. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's always like, how did you get those? Like, what do you do? I'm like, I I played soccer for 20 years, so do that first, and then <laughs> and then you can lift weights. I'm pretty sure they've gotten smaller since I started lifting. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I, I really like high bar squats, actually. Um, so high bar squats, front squats, lunges, Bulgarians, yeah. Uh, how much sled squat. work do you do? 
Oh no! Tell I, tell me about the belt squat. Yeah, what do you do in the belt squat? I, I, I hate the belt squat. <laughs> Which one do you have? Uh, we have this one that like, I think, I don't know where we got it from. It attaches to the rack and like, it kind of pulls you forward a lot, and it just it just hurts my hips. This sore necks one. Is no, it sore necks no. or row? It, it's neither of them. It was like a company Elite? that no, no, it's it's nothing that I don't. I think it was like uh, I don't Damn, remember the name, but it was like a local <laughs> a local place that like made like racks and made the stuff, and they like oh no, trash, 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 trash. I mean, that was, that was bad. It works. <laughs> it works. I just like I'm also once again I'm also short, so like I have to like put plates. I have to like stand on blocks to use it and like because the weights will touch the ground if i don't it's a whole ordeal <laughs> so oh uh, yeah but sled work um i used to do a lot more i what happened, what happened? um you know <laughs> i don't know what happened i just stopped doing them as much i think actually you know what happened is i used to have a lot more time i used to not work as much so I used to spend mm. like hours in the gym and like I would just do that for hours. But then I started getting busier and I had more work and um powerlifting doesn't pay the bills. If if people didn't know that by now, like <laughs> <clears throat> it doesn't pay the bills. So I took clients and work over pulling a sled. <laughs> that is what happened. <laughs> so well, why do you travel so much? Uh, I actually like, so I started traveling more like recently. Um, I didn't really travel a lot, like maybe when I started lifting and Mm -hmm. I would say like the last three years I started traveling more, which is ironic because COVID happened. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But I like it because like I can meet up with people that I haven't seen in a while or like, like I'm going out to Chicago in a few weeks to go hang out with Tom and Jacob and all of them um but i just like to see different cities and how like they're like and then get to like meet up with some of these lifting people i usually just see at like meets um and like i think it really helps with like networking and just like seeing people in their environments like i want to come out and see you like while you work and see how you do things because it just helps me with like what i'm doing like oh i didn't see it that way like why did you do it that way Like, if I'm just in the same spot all the time, like, I see the same stuff happening. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Have you been to Westside yet? I have not. Man, that's that, <laughs> something I want to learn, see what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You, you, gotta, you definitely got to go there, because that man, Louis, he ain't getting no younger. And uh, But that <laughs> yeah, gym, they still, got a, they still got a lot of strong dudes in there. Them people yeah. are crazy. Did you how? <laughs> Did you go out there? Yeah, I went um this past August for the first time. Okay, how long were you there for? <clears throat> oh, no, 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 no. We we went through like Thursday through Sunday, so we went to the dynamic uh lower and upper body days, and then we went to a lead up to yes. Oh, uh, that's uh, where I want to go. That Friday. Oh, you ever yeah. you ever been there either? No, I've never been out there. Where are you at right now? I'm in California. Oh, you're in California. I kept because yeah. you kept tra- posting shit at different gyms. So I'm like, I don't know where the hell this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I have not been out there. Uh, I am doing the Arnold, so I would oh, like okay. to go out there. When, when does that happen? Uh, it's March. Um, March, March okay. 5th is when I'm competing for powerlifting, and then I'm doing weightlifting on the, hopefully the third. I don't know. Of, of the next month? No, of March. Like <laughs> Two doing... days before? Yeah. What the fuck? You ain't gonna be beat I, up? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, you're gonna find out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm excited to do both. Like Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. When was the um last time that you got a, a PR in one of the lifts for powerlifting? Um uh I like for my squat I PR'd with like uh just sleeves. Um, uh, I was in February in Denver. Okay. I did a super total meet and uh. What the hell is that? What I hit. Yeah. Um. What, what is a super total? Oh, meet? super total is when you do weightlifting and then powerlifting. So in one meet. On, like, yeah, I did weightlifting on Saturday and then powerlifting on Sunday. Um. You ain't gonna see but... me at that one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I hit two ninety two on uh with sleeves and then mm-hmm. um yeah that's the last time i pr there and then the last time i pr'd my squats at a meet was uh in wraps was 2019 and then covid all happened so i didn't really compete after that for a while mm-hmm. in wraps but um in the gym i think i hit the the 347 like in 2018 Mm. I don't know what happened that day. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Well, how do you feel like you're going to do with the Arnold? What? How do you feel like you're going to do with the Arnold? Um, I think it'll be good. Like, my training's been good. Like, this is the first week, like, <clears throat> of, I don't even know if I'm in meat prep right now. I'm just getting back into the programming. Um, and, like, everything's been good. So, my body feels good, so we'll see. I think I'll, I think it'll be good. And then, I mean, weightlifting might have an effect on my powerlifting, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of, it kind of took a toll on me at the super total meet in December, uh, in February. But um, it was like the day after, so I have another day to recover, and yeah. I kind of know what to expect. So I think if we like know that going into it i think my attempts will be different from what i did then but either way like i'm excited to go to the arnold and compete so i have a good time either way what's your numbers for the queen and jerk in the snap <laughs> uh i've snatched 50 kilos and then what I've is that like 10 it's, it's, it's not i'm not great at it. uh let me uh, it's like 110. Okay. And then, um, clean and jerk's like 65 pounds, 65 kilos. So like 143. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Cause there's, there's plenty of Olympic lifting girls that weigh like 150 and their clean and jerk is 160 or 200. Like, so I like it's about on par. How long you been doing it? Uh, I, so I don't. So I started um, literally the week before, like, everything shut down out here. 
Mm. So my first like six months of learning how to do weightlifting was like virtual. It was like I would send videos and she would give me feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was rough. Like I, I was like, I don't really know if I'm doing this right. And then I'd get like feedback and like, yeah, I just I, I finished that like five hours ago. I can't change that now. But uh, so I would say like kind of on and off for like two years. Has it been two years since this all shut down? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and then I had like some in person. I just like obviously I'm better at powerlifting. So I just I, I was training. I never trained like just solely weightlifting. So I've never like put all of it into that. So I feel like it'd be better if I did. And if I actually went and had, like, my coach watch me weightlift. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I'm having fun with it. Like, it, right, So what do you weight. do since you're competing in both? Is your coach doing your – writing your Olympic lifts part of it, too? Like, and how are you fusing yeah, the two together? So I'm working with uh, Joe, uh, Joe Ada. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> she and her husband, Max, like, super total – um, they do programming for Super Total, so she's kind of got the mastermind. I don't really know. I just follow the program. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So I usually have like weightlifting and like some like one of the squat, bench, or deadlifts like <clears throat> on the same day. So today I like had snatches and I benched, mm. and then um, like fr- tomorrow I have deadlifts and clean and jerks. So. How do you organize that? Uh, she has me in the in the program. She has me doing it before I like I do weightlifting before the power, mm-hmm. but I've been doing it the opposite way. So <laughs> sometimes I don't follow things to a T, but I talk to her about it. Sometimes it's cool. <laughs> what it now? What does she write for you? Like, does she just tell you do your normal accessories, and she just selecting the main movement that you're basically doing? Before no, the powerlifting, she, or no, she's doing all of it. So she uses True Coach too. Um, mm-hmm. Like, uh, so she programs like my warm up. <clears throat> she programs like what RPE I'm hitting, like how many reps, sets, and then like back down sets and what weight to do. Um, usually, she'll give me like a like range of like what what weight I should be hitting. I find that I do a lot better with that than like. Than just like oh here's RPE I don't know what like it's hard for me with RPE so um, I don't like that RPE like, shit yeah I like when she gives me like a range but also RPE because then it like I know what I should be capable of doing um I I think I just work better that way and then uh yeah she programs accessory work too and then sometimes like if something's bothering me she'll give me like like re like prehab work or rehab work but yeah so she's great well does she ever does she have you do maxes in the training or is it always like just heavy doubles or triples or just uh, kind of no, like two speed days um no so it's not conjugate so um whoa like yeah, oh i yeah. know there's a battle there i, I just day. throw my body into all these things and hope that it doesn't break down <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um yeah i so like this week i have fives for squats and then next week i do fives but just the rp goes up 
And then the week after that, I still have fives. So I think it's three week waves. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I know my, but I, I just, I like to try everything. I like to like learn and kind of, I think my clients get like a better product because I like see what works for me. Like, I mean, what works for me won't work for everybody, but right. I take the things that I think work really well and like her kind of style and then like what I, works really well with conjugate and kind of, kind of put that together. <laughs> so what did she yeah. say? Did she, did she give you shit for doing conjugate? Like the rest no, of or... she's actually, she's actually, uh, she trains with me at the gym and she, uh, she actually started doing the conjugate, uh, that Jesse's writing. So, wow. um, so she's doing that, but she's programming me, not conjugate. So I, I think that's like the way to go though. Like, I think that everyone should kind of learn different styles, especially if you're a coach, like not one, uh, it's not like a one size fits all. Right. So why would you not learn all these different styles and see what works and like if something doesn't work for someone like okay try it the conjugate way try it this way and like see what works i like to always say i put linear within the conjugate but it's still conjugate it's just like a slow down version like so like with a lot of the kids they don't need as much variation most of them i don't even have to do speed squats and stuff like that with and I don't switch up the accessories as much. So, like, I'll do yeah. two or three for each muscle. And those are the only ones they do rotating. Because, you know, half the time kids don't even pay attention. So, oh, they can't yeah. remember anything anyway. Yeah, and then, like, yeah, we may stay with those same reps and sets or whatever. Yeah. But I still wrote, like, the jump. So, those still get rotated. Or the sprints, those still get rotated. Uh-huh. But because I was, yeah. I'm always, always like, I don't need to learn much more of it because my whole basketball playing career was run linear and now i just know how wrong it is when i deal with all the kids that i get because they're all doing linear so i say oh what's gonna be the difference i'm not gonna run on the test they're gonna do something without a straight bar a lot and they're not gonna mm-hmm. do any olympic lifting and then magically their injuries go down and they get better yeah yeah i mean but i also think that might be some of like you teaching them where like they probably <laughs> like, you know yeah like, yeah yeah I think- I, I mean, I think anything can work if you do it right. And if you have, if you're not a great coach, like they're probably going to get hurt. Regardless yeah, of true. what, regardless of what style you're going to train them in, if you're a shitty coach, like they're going to get hurt. Yeah. Like if you don't know how to teach something, they're probably going to get hurt. That's true. And yeah. So that's kind of how I see it. And then like general population is just, I'm um, just like, <laughs> Uh, you're not putting know. as much. You're not putting all that work into it. No, you put way like I feel like I put way more work into them because everyone wants like different stuff, and you have to convince them that like this is like this is what gets you results. But you're also like I don't know. It's 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 different. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely like I love doing general population like if i had to choose that's what i would do really yeah i'm always amazed when people say that because oh no some the thing for me is like i can see so much more of the value to them Mm. than i can to like say this 25 year old 
guy that wants to do powerlifting. Like, mm. cool, you want to get strong, great. But it's cool to see, like, say, like a four-year-old soccer mom that like couldn't pick, like, couldn't pick up a case of water, and then like. <laughs> In, like, a few months, she's picking up everything, like, right. and, like, her back doesn't hurt, like, her knees don't hurt, like, that stuff is cool to me that, like, you can see the quality of life change, yeah. like, that's the stuff that's, like, really cool to me, I don't know, and that's why, like, I love the general population, because there's so many things that are so easy to fix, almost, like, in my mm. mind, I'm, like, so, your knees hurt, like, do you ever stretch or roll your quads out? Like, no, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Or like strengthening, like doing like a few things. Like maybe they don't—they're not hurt, but they also need like some social social aspect of their life. Yeah. Or like there's like clients that right now, like virtually, because like so many people have been locked down here. Like that's like their hour of like that's their hour of like happiness, and I'm like that's cool that it's with me. Like <laughs> like. I don't know. That's why. That's why I love my job. Like, and I love the general population because it's like, I can see so much more of an impact that I make on their life than I would with someone that, like, is trying to be better at powerlifting. I don't know. <laughs> how how many hours are you working a week, actually training um, people in person? In person, right now, probably about like fifteen hours. Then how many hours are you spending programming people online? How, how many hours am I spending programming? Yeah. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> programming sometimes could take me so long because I, like, so I just hate sitting there for so long. Yeah. I find things to do. Um, so, I don't know. Like, my schedule right now, if you put in, like, virtual clients and, like, all of that, I have about, like, 35 hours of, like, one-on-one stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, have the programming for, like, smart strength and, like, my remote clients that I have. Like, my schedule's pretty packed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, How yeah. long do you think you want to compete for? I mean, as, like, I go back and forth every once in a while. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I didn't really want to do anything this year, honestly. And then... uh then I was invited to the Arnold's. I'm like, okay, I'll go do that. Um, <laughs> but I mean, everyone, like, I, I, if I'm healthy enough, like, I'd love to compete, like, maybe once a year. I don't really, mm. like, I love competing, but I also, like, have gotten to a point where, like, I like competing. I love training with my training partners. Like, but it's not like the end of the world to me if, like, <laughs> If I didn't compete, because mm-hmm. I have so much, I feel like I have so much else going on in my life that I'm like, well, like I'd rather travel and like, like meet people and like work and like make sure my clients are happy, my business is going because I'm like competing's not going to pay my bills. Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'd love to keep competing as long as I can, as long as I'm not injured, but. Mm-hmm. I think when I, for a while, I was competing a lot. Like, I would do, like, three or four meets a year, and it just, like, meet prep after meet prep just gets, like, draining for me. Like, I, I'm, like, I, when I have a shitty day of training, then, like, my work gets shitty, and I hated that. So, 
now I'm just like, whatever happens, happens. And I think that's what made, that's like what's made my lifting better, honestly. Like not putting so much pressure on myself to perform at a certain level. Right. Well, do you, when do you advise your clients to try to start competing? And um, how many times a year do you try to have them compete? I honestly, like, I don't think I've, I would recommend if I did (laughs) like twice a year at the most, Mm -hmm. like it just like, you don't get enough. I think what people are doing wrong is like, you don't get enough like time outside of me prep to actually get your numbers better. Like why are you competing and getting the same numbers every, every time you compete? Like (laughs) obviously there's something wrong and like, (laughs) Unless it's like a meet that you've always wanted to do or like your friends are doing, you're like, okay, like I'll jump in and do it, like cool. But right. um but yeah, I mean, I don't really push my like general population to do like powerlifting meets, like do whatever you want. But and like I don't I, I guess I don't really push like a lot of the clients that I have that say like they wanna do powerlifting or they like wanna train powerlifting style. Like hmm. I don't like, I don't see, like, if they don't have the desire to, like, compete, like, I don't, I'm not going to push them to. Right. I don't know if that's, like, a bad thing for me to say as a powerlifting <laughs> coach, but, like, no. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. For me, I'm, like, whatever makes you happy. Like, I just, so many people, like, just put so much pressure on themselves. And, like, sometimes it's, like, you're not even good at this sport. Like, why, why are you putting <laughs> pressure on yourself? Like, like, why, why are you making these posts on Instagram about how, like, how everything went wrong in your meat prep and you're, like, not that great at it? I don't know. I'm not going to push someone to do a meet just because, like, they say they want to train powerlifting style. So, I don't know. That's just me. I think that's just my attitude towards a lot of stuff. <laughs> I, yeah. <clears throat> Um, what do you guys do for like uh, connective tissue work, like banded pushdowns and the banded hamstring curls? How many times a week do you guys do that? Um, they're usually at like the end of every, every like if it's upper body, there's always banded stuff at the end. And I mean, so Jesse writes like the program on the board, and you follow it if you like, you follow as much of it as you want to, but like. I try to do most of it and <clears throat> there's always banded work at the end and if you do it, you do it. If you don't, then <laughs> for me, I'm like, if you don't do it, don't complain about things not working. So, right. so yeah, it's at the end of every, every session. It's just a matter of people do it or not. <laughs> what are some uh, books you've read for, um, for training that's helped you? Books I've read for training. I haven't read a lot of books, honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think like a lot of a lot of what I've learned is like just being around like really knowledgeable people. Like mm-hmm. training with Jesse, like I've learned so much just watching him train people and watching like like training partners train and just kind of talking about like what's working, what's not, like what what's happening, and like. I've just got to meet a lot of people that are like really smart. Like I got to meet uh, coach house a few years ago and he did a sem like a seminar at his house and like just learning from other people. I think, I mean, 
yeah, I should probably read some more books. But <laughs> I think the hands-on experience for me is how I learn a lot better. Right. Um, so just being around people and going to seminars and learning different stuff, well, I'd say that's what's helped me the most. What are you trying <laughs> to do for your like future, you know, for lifting? Or I mean, you're not your lifting, but your just career. Like, are you trying to own your own gym or you just want to keep growing your online business? Oh, that's a good question. Like, I've never had the desire to like own a gym mm-hmm. i just like see all the back end work that like yeah. so many people like that own a gym do and deal with and like i built a garage gym like in my garage so i train my mm-hmm. clients out of that so i don't know if i'd call that like owning a gym but kind right. of so like <laughs> i i just like what do i want to do like I do want to grow the remote stuff. Um, it, like it totally wasn't something even in my radar. Like I was so against it before the pandemic happened. And then, um, and then once I started working with like smart strength, like I was like, Oh, this is like actually pretty cool. Like I get to reach a lot more people. And then um, what I do want to do is like go and like travel. And mm-hmm. like, if my clients are in the area, like be able to like go and like, train them in person like i think that would be really cool um you really like flying like that that's crazy i mean (laughs) i yeah like i don't like i don't think i i don't it would take a lot for me to like leave california and move out of here but i like going to see other places and like real like i would love to meet all my remote clients honestly like Hmm. and they're how many people do you have now I think I have like 17 or 18. Oof. At least my strength right now. And then I have like, <clears throat> I think I have like 10 on my own. Um, but most of those are like people I, I know. Mm. The ones that I got on my own, like they're local. So I do get to train some of them in person or train with them. Okay. So, and that's always fun. Like, I like seeing them in person. Like, I would train everyone in person if I could. Mm. Like, <laughs> I just think those relationships are so much better. And, like, you can do so much more when you're in person than, like, watching some Oh, yeah, the quick the, the fix me. on the spot is, is so much nicer than a yeah. person setting yeah. you the shit that you did not ask them to do. And it's too late. <laughs> oh, like, no, oh, you were supposed to do that. that? <laughs> oh, no. oh, no, I forgot to not use straps again, coach. Oh, lying yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but that's that's what I want to do like this year is like travel and like meet some of my clients train them in person or train with them I don't know I think this world's so much about like the people you know and the connections you make so yeah have have you thought about um trying strongman because you're talking about trying other ultra lifting sports i am too short for strongman that's right yep never mind you have to have a height requirement for that shit if if i get stuck with like doing the stone to the thing the stone the stone that that's what tripped everybody trips everybody up is the stones yeah i would not be able to lift it to where i have to put it to (laughs) and you have to to start caring about our body more throw it Yeah, you you start having to jump with it. Yeah, yeah, that would not be that's not my sport. Um, it, <laughs> it was crazy actually. One of my uh, one of my uh, coworkers, 
He does strong, man. He did his first meet this last May. He would have qualified for nationals, but could not get the stone over the bar. Shit. Yeah. He, did he, he was lifting the, stone? the Yes, but they changed, you know, because every meet with Strawman, it's not only can the events change, but like whatever they're going to use as their benchmark or the type of equipment, because it's usually up to the gym. Because, you know, the shit's too heavy yeah. for people to usually travel and bring it. So the oh, stone height was set for somebody at least six foot. He's like five <laughs> nine. And literally, like, he's picking the stone up. Because he, he weighs, I think the stone was 175 or 200. He weighs like 175, but he's like a 500-pound deadlift without a belt. So he's a strong dude. Played football a little, but strong. And he's lifting that fucking stone up. And as soon as he gets it to the bar, just can't. I was like, bro, you're going to have to jump that shit next time. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's see, crazy. That sport's made for tall people. <laughs> that is what would happen to me. And I'd be like, well, I'm, why would I even lift this up? Like, I can't, I can't reach the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, one, like, I kind of started golfing a little bit. That, like, hmm. I really like it. But I also, like, need to get out there more. And it kind of started getting cold out here in California. And, um. How cold does it get though? 60s? 50s? Um, like it's been in the 50s and 40s. Okay. It's been in the 50s and I can't. A little something. (laughs) I'm totally a California girl. Like, I, it's like, it's gotten to like 35 degrees at night lately. And I'm like, I can't, I like, I can't (laughs) go outside. Like, it's way too cold. So, how's it been with COVID out there? Are you still going crazy? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, things are closing down again. I don't really oh, my know, God. Uh, I don't really know. I know the mask mandate's back on. I don't think it's ever really been off. Um, you have to show your, like, vaccination to go into restaurants and stuff. And then um, there are, uh, I think a lot of places are starting to require you to, like, show proof of the booster, too. Oh, my God. So... I don't know. Oh, I just, I just God. live. I mean, a lot of stuff I do is online, and then when I see people one on one, it's like in my, like in oh, my yeah, garage, so you're good. place. So, for me, like, I don't think a lot of, a lot of things have changed. Like, I don't think a lot has changed for me mm. because of like the settings that I work in. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, like going out's different, but like for the most part, I cook a lot. Like, I'm meal prep. So it's like I don't really go out that much. So, yeah. How much do you eat a day? How much what? How much do you eat a day? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I usually have four meals. Mm. I'm trying to. I'm I'm getting back onto my vertical diet. So. <laughs> the struggle. I what? That diet said the struggle. That fucking diet. I mean, the vertical diet's not. Like, it's not that hard for me to, like, follow. Yeah, this is pretty smooth. Just when, like, people want to go out to eat or, like, people, like, Mm want to bring food. I'm like, uh, I mean, I would like to eat that. So, (laughs) uh, but, yeah, like, once I'm getting close to the meat, like, I totally just going to, like, I meal prepped everything this week and just getting, just getting back into it. Like, it's not bad. I Mm. like it. Like, I make burgers. Like, I have burgers, steak, rice, potatoes, like, I don't know. It's not that hard. (laughs) It's not that hard to follow if you like eating steak and burgers. 
So that, that's that's true. It ain't the vegan shit. Yeah, no, I could Fuck never. That. I could never. You gotta I have some friends that are on that shit. You're in Cali. I know you, you gotta have I, I mean, I have a few friends, but like, we Disgrace. don't. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I have a few friends that are vegan. Um, mm. And some of my clients like want to, like, they are, but oh. I mean, I just don't eat with them. Like, I, we go on hikes or like, we do other things. Like, because <laughs> they'll look at you with disgust. <laughs> eat your like, burger. <laughs> I, I hate vegetables. Like I, oh, me too. Terrible. like my clients are always like, you don't eat vegetables. Like when's the last time you had a salad? I'm like, I don't know. That's not in my diet. <laughs> so carnivore strictly. That's, that's, that's what I should do. But I, I put in bell peppers into my burgers and then mm. I so I'm, eat carrots. I hate carrots, but, and then you the put spinach. some ranch on it or something. That's not part of the vertical diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just try to like chug it down with water it's so sad i'm like a well, how, what'd you get to put onto the vertical diet how'd you find out about uh, about stan uh, well stan and jesse are good friends and uh, oh, okay. so when i was i was like 2019 i like well i think jesse just really wanted me to learn how to cook and be an adult and so I had to start making like steak and burgers like and ground beef and so um I really think that's why that happened but um yeah so I started working with Stan for like uh two of my meats and like for like just cutting weight and stuff and mm-hmm. <clears throat> it worked really well like and like I think that's when I started getting busier with work too so it actually worked out really well that like right. I had food preps like I just ate, walked, and then, like, got back to work. Um, <laughs> it made things so easy. So, uh, yeah. So, it's been a few years. Like, kind of uh, during, like, those meat preps, like, I definitely was pretty strictly, like, vertical. And then, um, like, every once in a while, I'll get mostly back to it. Um, like, his whole thing is, like, compliance is the science. And, like, if you can't follow exactly, like, at least – like for me, I'm like I can't follow it to a T, but like for the most part, I'm try to stay within what you're supposed to do for vertical diet and like, mm. yeah, it, my weight cuts were perfect those two times that I was doing vertical and cutting weight for meats. So as far <laughs> as um strong. as yeah. far as your gear, like you know wrist wraps and knee yeah. wraps or knee sleeves and belt and all that stuff uh how much do you use it and when do you use it and then like how close to meat do you start ramping up like stuff like that and pre-workouts and nose torque and ammonia and all uh, that i'm like the worst power lifter i'm pretty sure um, <laughs> <laughs> i like just started using like ammonia like this year. <laughs> um what what other things did you just ask? Like oh, say and then like um oh, I don't well pre workout as well. You know, do you, but you drink coffee? No. How many hours of sleep you getting every night? Uh, lately, like maybe six, but like I try to hit the seven to seven to eight hours. Oh but, yeah, yeah, you doing a little bit better than me. Yeah, no, a I don't know. Like, I I've never liked coffee. I used to take pre workout and mix it with Monster. And, but have uh, you had iced coffee though? 
Yeah, everyone tries uh, but to with the sugar, the But do you get it with, like, sugar, little the shots in it? Yeah, the little frappuccino things. Like, I nah, so that still ain't sweet enough. You got to get the Dunkin' Donuts, the sweet shit. There's, where it's, like, there's that little, light tan color. <laughs> there's that little coffee aftertaste, and I can taste it every time. So <laughs> I well, that's, I guess that's good. Fan. So you don't drink any sorts of caffeine, really? No. Wow. I don't. I don't. I uh, see. I don't know what's wrong. So you with have me. good like, sleep. No, you probably just get good sleep. Well, I think I get good sleep, and I eat like pretty well eat for the well, most part. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing is like I'm pretty happy with my life. Like I like <laughs> my clients. Like I like my yeah. clients. I like seeing them progress, and like I wake up and I'm like, cool. Like I get to go like see people <laughs> that like I basically are like I would hang out with them. Like so. It makes, like, I just don't feel like I have that much stress in my life to be, like, hmm. uh, like that's where my energy is. I don't know. Like, uh, Tuesday, I came home from Vegas. Our flight was at 4.30. Like, I worked, and then I trained, and then I worked, and I trained more. And then, like, it was, I think I went to sleep at, like, 9, and I was, like, pretty good until I, like, hit the sheets. So, I don't know. Hmm. Now, what about your gear, like, you know, your wraps and belts oh, and wrist wraps and all um, that? I usually, like, put my knee sleeves on before I start warming up or else they don't fit. Mm. Uh, but I use my knee my knee sleeves uh, and my wrist wraps, like, all the time. So, okay. uh, and then when I do wraps, like, for my knees, like, I usually just start knee prep with them. And I don't, okay. I don't really train in them a lot. Okay. What which, do you do your numbers off of, though? the knee sleeve like weights and then during meat prep you do off your you know because that's your spots like 50 more right with the wraps yeah on. yeah um i usually do my training weight with like my raw mm-hmm. um well i can like swap raw but like sometimes when i'm feeling good i'll just bump it up and be like yeah that's like i'll just pretend like i did the math wrong but <laughs> <laughs> When I'm feeling really good, I'll do that. But yeah, I usually just base it off my raw because I'm like using knee sleeves for that, like when I train. So, right. um, and then meat prep, like when I get into meat prep, our first week is usually finding like squat openers. So, okay. so then I just go off that number that I use the knee wraps for for that day. So, yeah. So yeah. How many weeks? I mean, uh, how many, how many times are you doing like heavy weight for your accessories versus high volume? And then like, if it is high volume, is it a, is it a lot of like strip sets and drop sets or you just stick into a lot of like sets of 12 and 15 or sets of like five to eight? Uh, it's usually around five to eight. Like, um, yeah, it's usually five to eight. I don't, there's not like, I, I feel like the volume is in all the variations that I'm doing right now. Like today I did, (laughs) today I did bench and then I did close grip bench and I did like medium grip bench. Mm -hmm. Um, And those were like, I was dead. I mean, this is like the first week back too. So of all the volume, Mm -hmm. but it was like six, six reps, four sets for the close grip and the, and the medium grip. And then like normal bench, it was like five reps for four sets. It was, yeah. So 
<laughs> do you do a lot of straight bar benching or do you do any like multi-grip or bow bar? <laughs> um, when I was doing conjugate, it was more different, different right. bars and different variations. But like right now going into meat prep, like, like I found like doing this meat prep, um, doing more of the straight bar stuff for me, mm. I responded better with because <clears throat> half the time I feel like I don't remember how to work out. Like, I don't know how to like squat or deadlift or bench. <laughs> so when I like get into meat prep and can use like the straight bar, then I remember like, Oh, Oh, this is how you squat. So, um, yeah. So meat prep is mostly just straight bar for everything. What about the deadlift? Do you ever do any trap bar deadlifting if it's farther away, or do you always do sumo <laughs> and conventional? And how much do you do sumo versus conventional? Uh, when doing like uh, when I was like doing the conjugate, like it would be every. I think I deadlift every every week on dynamic day, but every other mm -hmm. week for max effort. And it was always uh, like, it would go through bands, uh, blocks, deficit. Um, we, don't, we don't really use the trap bar too much, mm -hmm. but yeah. Now, how much of sumo versus conventional? Uh, it switched off every two weeks. Usually, okay, okay. usually it goes like squat and then conventional deadlift some kind of squat and then sumo so back and forth and then the dynamic days usually i just do sumo just because that's my stronger my stronger stance but honestly right now my conventional is almost the same so really <laughs> yeah okay yeah on which one do you do would you ever do a meet where you did conventional or do you just feel like you can't go balls to the wall like you can I've with sumo i've honestly thought about doing conventional um but <clears throat> I just I think I need more work with it to mm -hmm. actually use it in a meet because I I mean I'd probably just go sumo. <laughs> yeah, I I have more confidence in my sumo right now, but conventional is definitely close. So, is there <laughs> any differences in your squat technique wise when you do wraps versus just sleeves? Not for me. Like that's why that's why I don't really train in wraps that much because, like for me, the squat's almost the same. Okay. So, I'm sure like other people probably squat a little differently in them. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I just never have. So. How often do you guys box squat versus free squat? For dynamic day, I would say. Well, uh, I guess max every day too. I would say it's like pretty even. I do like a lot of box squat. Yeah. How wide are you standing on the box? How wide? I go yeah. like my normal stance. I can't. Like when you free like, squat. When I free squat? No, I'm saying like you keep your stance the same whether you be free oh. squatting or box squatting. Is that what you're saying? Um, I usually try to. I, I mean, like it's probably a little bit wider when I go box squat just because mm -hmm. my stance is pretty narrow. But right. <clears throat> there's never like. It's never like in the program like wide stance a lot. Sometimes there's like close stance, but it's okay. never like wide stance. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that like changes your technique so much more that like I just wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go max effort in a wide, wide stance squat. Yeah, I've had to like try to learn how to squat again since yeah years of when I was doing it just as an athlete where I didn't have to get tested on a on a 
with a straight bar free. And now I'm like competing in powerlifting. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm squatting like I, like I have gear on, and I'm, but I'm raw. Yeah. And my ass is all the way back and my shit's are parallel. Meanwhile, yeah. my boy Matt Winning is going to be like, nah, your squat stand should be the same. And I'm like, my <laughs> hamstrings are half your size. I cannot do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I <clears throat> think I would probably get injured if I went super wide. Like I, really? I just don't think I would have like a lot of, I guess I just don't train it a lot either. So, yeah. <laughs> How long do your workouts usually take? Depends on who's at the gym. <laughs> Why, you got to get to talking? Oh, yeah. Like, half the time I'm just talking. I mean, if I'm, <laughs> like, today, I think I was at the gym for, like, two and a half hours, three hours. Mm. But um, if if I'm, like, actually just doing the program and, like, not talking, it could take me, like, an hour and a half to get through it. How, how long's your rest between sets for max effort and your rest on dynamics? <clears throat> For max effort, I usually try to, like, do two to five minutes. Two um, minutes? Yeah. Is that too long or too short for you? <laughs> That's way too short. Maybe for, like, a three-quarter pin press. But not I for mean, no damn free squat. <laughs> I'm also not that big. Right. I, yeah, yeah. It's how yeah. I feel for a lot of it is, like, I just, I don't know. But, yeah, usually, like, two to five minutes, but, like, dynamic day, usually I try to just uh, – I try to find, like, one or two training partners, and mm-hmm. we just go through the sets. Like, when I'm done, the next person's on, the next person's on, and then we're back on. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I like to do dynamic days. And usually those days, like, we can get out of there in, like, an hour at the most. What do you guys do because the heights are so different with, like, band tension and stuff? Um. We actually, like, for squats, like, I don't think we've done a lot of banded squats in a while. But, um, Why? Why do you think that is? Racks. We just set up in different racks next to each other. Like, we'll, oh. um, but when we bench, like, we'll just move. We'll use, like, a, we'll use, like, a, the combo rack, and we'll just move the weights mm. down. Or, or usually people just have to deal with how short I am, and they huh. just <laughs> bench out of the shorter um rock height but <laughs> yeah that's yeah and then usually deadlifts like most of us just use the same band tension and then we just add weights to it and take it off <clears throat> but yeah those are like the best days honestly like i love having two or three people and just banging it out and like everyone's dying i mean usually i'm fine everyone else is usually dying <laughs> do, do you guys ever do um Paul squats or Paul de- Paul's deadlifts? Oh, uh, we do a lot of pause squat. Uh, I guess. Huh. I'm like mixing all the programs together right now. Um, <laughs> I am doing pause squats and pause deadlifts with um the program right now. Mm-hmm. But in conjugate, I feel like sometimes we do like tempo pause or like pause, but not a lot of pause deadlifts. Slow right. squats. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been con- conflicted like, on the. If you ask me why, I don't know why. I would God. ask Jesse. <laughs> so many people are, are just on total opposite fences when it comes yeah. to the pause squats and pause de- deadlifts. Because I feel I... like I get why you would pause because it's almost like a quasi isometric. But I also mm-hmm. get the point where they're like, "Well, if you're doing powerlifting, it's all about producing force 
and you should be always doing everything as violently as fast as you can. So I'm like, well, <laughs> okay, I get that too. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. always like, because you have really strong people too. just on a completely different size than both of them. It's, these, that, that's probably one of the ones where I'm like, yeah, I don't know which one is right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I am on, I'm the same way, but I do think like paw spots have really good carryover, especially with me for like finding where my depth is. Cause mm-hmm. I always go like way too low. Um, so I think that's really helped me with like figuring out like, okay, this is where I should be stopping. Um, but yeah, I like pause spots. Do you do any tempo work of any sort? Uh, yeah, I mean, we do tempo bends, tempo, tempo spots. Um, sometimes we do like the eccentric tempo for deadlifts, but Oh, yeah, really? I like to program them a lot too because it really, I think it really helps with positioning. You yeah. do that with like yourself or your gen pop clients? Uh, I actually throw it in there with the gen pop sometimes because most of them want to do things as fast as they can. Right. And then they're like, oh, that wasn't hard. I'm like, okay, well, try it slow down where you actually use <laughs> your muscles. And they're like, that's way harder. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think it has a place with Gen Pop too, because that every, I feel like everyone, at least in the Bay Area, I feel like everyone's so like on the go that mm. like they just want to get shit done fast, and like slowing it down, like everyone's way more sore when they slow everything down. So, how yeah. do you deal with your um, Gen Pop clients that you know are like? when they, especially when they're first coming in, if they're like the lose the weight type, like how do you deal with their, like, Uh, hey, we actually need to lift weights to help you lose weight. No, we don't need to be doing soul cycle. Like how do you (laughs) have that where they can try to maybe understand what you're saying and you not be a dick about it? uh, Well, I do like, of my clients, like I I do the Peloton every once in a while. I have a Peloton, but like, (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Like, but my it always just hurts my knees being in that position too long (laughs) but i'm like if you like the thing is with young population if they don't like doing the exercises it's gonna be like pulling teeth right so i'm like hey do that cardio like if you want to do soul cycle do soul cycle so i i would say more so like with you because like i got no problem with whatever they can do as much cardio they with me but if they're gonna pay me yeah me i'm like we're not gonna waste time because no, you want to get a sweat, you know? I totally, I, that's what I'm like, if you want me to watch you for cardio, then I don't want you to pay me. Like, I'm not, that's not what I'm here for. So, right. I mean, like, I, I tell them, like, why it's important to be strong and to, like, lift weights and, like, why it, it actually helps you lose weight better. But also, like, <laughs> a lot of them, like, I mean, I'm not a, nu- I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. But, like, whenever they talk about losing weight and like how, like what they can do and all this stuff, I'm like, give me two weeks of what you're eating and I can help, like I can help figure it out. And no one can ever give me two weeks of what they're eating. And then oh, yeah, I that, don't, I don't deal with that anymore. Hard. I'm like, <laughs> if you can't even give me two weeks of like just discipline of like writing everything down of what you ate, like how much you ate, like, why am I going to try to help you? Like, I can help you with the workouts, but I'm not helping you with your diet if you can't even figure that much out. So, 
Yeah, those that's are the people that just want to like not eat one thing, and that's gonna magically make them lose yeah. all the weight. Yeah, <laughs> and so I mean that's usually what stops that conversation. Like <laughs> once once you can do that, like that's half the battle. Like so, that's that's usually how I get rid of those like questions. Yeah, that's 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 one of those where I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that gym pop. Stay yeah. with the damn app. Because, you know, but, the athletes will be begging you for the edge. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. fuck this gen pop. Be talking about <laughs> goals. I'm like, bro, but, and, you and don't like, want this shit. <laughs> like, I do that, but also, like, I, like, I ask, like, do your clothes fit better? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. And they're like, but the scale hasn't changed. I'm like, okay, yeah, see the scale. Yeah. So my thing <laughs> is, like, are you showing the scale to everybody? Or, like, are you showing, like, what you look like? Because, mm. and then, like, do you feel better? Do you have more energy? Like, okay, those are things that you should be, like, happy about. And there's something wrong if, like, all you're thinking about is that weight and, like, all these good things are happening and, like, you're still stuck on this weight. So that's kind of how I try to bring that around to them, too, is, like, people are noticing the changes in you, but all you're stuck on is a scale. Like, and no right. one wants to hear about how much you weigh. Like, like, and... A lot of them, like, like, you know how everyone's, like, BMI this because that's all you hear from the doctors and shit? Right. Like, my clients will say that. I'm, like, honestly, on the BMI, I'm, like, obese. I'm about to be obese. And they're, like, what? I'm, like, yeah. Like, that's how bad it is. Like, (laughs) for my height and my weight, like, I'm not, I'm not healthy. They want you to be lighter than that? Yeah. Because I'm not very tall. And I have a lot of muscle. <laughs> but yeah, so that's like, that's that's the easiest one to tell them. I'm like, I am probably worse on the BMI than you are. So, <laughs> and they don't understand that. I'm like, it's because it doesn't have, it doesn't take into account your muscle. So, yeah. whatever. So, what are yeah. your, um, what are your goals for this year? Um, To complete <laughs> powerlifting and weightlifting at the Arnold and not bomb out. <laughs> um, but my goal is to like like reach more people help my clients get their goals make sure that they're happy and like my business grows like I think that's all I can ask for like that's all I want to do just keep growing my business and helping more people and travel more oh for sure like, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going to Austin actually uh, on Saturday and then I'm going to Chicago like two weeks after that, I think I'm gonna try to hit up Vegas a few more times. Um, what is, what are you gonna do in Vegas? Isn't that kind like, of like a kid show outside of like the gambling and stuff? No, like there's so much, there's so much to do outside of the gambling. Like I don't want to go on the trip at all, but like I just want to like. There's really good hiking out there. Oh, there's you're like, one of those the hiking. There's, there's people out there. Like there's Stan <laughs> out there. I want to go see him. There's like. My friends out there, my cousin and her boyfriend are out there. Like, okay, so you got some yeah. people to go. That makes a little yeah. Sense. Like, and then I'm, I think I'm like going to spring training if baseball happens in March in Scottsdale. So, why there? Um, I mean, and then I would like to go international. Um, we'll see like when this wave ends and like what is open, but I definitely want to get out of here. 
So yeah, yeah definitely going to be shut down again. <laughs> yeah, I, I know things are starting to shut down again, and it's really ruining uh, all my traveling plans. <laughs> what do they make y'all do at the airport over there? You have to take a test when you when you step no, foot in I the mean, parking I lot. De- I think it depends <laughs> on where you're going. Like when I went to Vegas, oh. like they didn't nothing happened like you just have to wear the mask oh wow yeah don't take um, in the temperature no do they do wow. that there? well i haven't flown in a while but i mean down here it's like it's like mask mandate but no one really follows it okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty loose i mean we're in the south and we're in georgia so it, yeah it ain't that serious but uh as far as i know I, I, they aren't doing no testing or anything like that. They're just doing that little questionnaire. For, I think when you get when you print out your tickets and that's it. Don't, you just wear your mask. I don't think we. I don't think I filled out a questionnaire. Damn! What? Sure and they shutting y'all down? That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the only time that I had to like get a test was I went to Hawaii last year and like okay. you had to get like a negative. This was like before. I think it was before, like, the vaccine mandate and all that stuff. So, like, you just had to be test negative, and that was it, and upload it to, like, the site or whatever. But I don't know. I, I'm, i like, I'm just worried about traveling and getting stuck somewhere and, like, being stuck there for a while. Like, uh, my mom's friend's daughter, like, got stuck in Orlando for, like, two weeks because she got COVID and she couldn't fly home. I'm, like... <laughs> That's an expensive like quarantine. Like I'm, I'm not trying to like pay two weeks to stay in a hotel. Fuck that. So. God damn. So Put me on a train. This... What? Yeah. Put me on a train. <laughs> I would be like, let me rent a car. I'm just gonna drive home. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. How did you uh, join Smart Train? Uh, I've like I've always wanted like. Once the pandemic started, I, like, wanted to kind of get into more remote stuff to just see, like, if I could do it and if I liked it. And then uh, I, at the Kern, I think, last year, uh, I met up with Tom, who I've kind of known from meets and, like, met him and talked to him through Instagram every once in a while. But um, that's kind of how he he asked me if I wanted to and... um, I thought it was a good opportunity to kind of learn how to do a lot of the remote programming and like the software and just like how to talk to these clients on there too. So um, that's kind of, and like, I mean, I like Tom, he's always been nice. Every time I met him, like he seems smart and I've never met Jacob. So I'm excited to meet him when I go out there, but yeah. yeah, So I'm excited to meet him, uh, but I've heard good things about him. So yeah. yeah, so that's kind of how I got started, and I'm glad I did. Shit, I met him before you did. That's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I've known Tom for, what, like five years, six years, so. When did um, you join SmartTrack? I, I joined, like, in May. When did May he or... start the? Did he start it during COVID? I, I think they started at the beginning the of COVID. I think they started right, at the beginning okay. of COVID, and then. I saw them in April. Yeah, I think it started in May. But it's been great. Like, it's really helped me with, like, my programming and, like, doing remote stuff. Like, <clears throat> it's uh, it's really made me try to figure out time management as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but, like, all my clients have been pretty cool. Like, I, 
I like all the people I work with. So, yeah. You just started, right? Yeah, it's been, what, I think, like a month. Yeah. I have I have one guy right now. He okay. um plays uh well he's trying to try out for a semi professional team for basketball. Oh, cool. So it's actually like hand picked. I guess oh, um nice. he'd been doing like strongman with Jacob a long time ago and oh, then he cool. hit him up out of nowhere and Jacob was like, Oh, I this will be I think this will be a perfect fit for Khalil. So oh. he's been doing that for like two weeks. Um and it's crazy because he's already like really strong, the kid. Uh-huh. So now it's just like tweaking it to make him actually like jump high with the strength that he has. So, yeah. Um, but it's been really cool because I wasn't, I have been lazy and not using the true coach stuff just because I don't want to transfer uh-huh. people that I have because all my all my programming is Google Docs. Yeah, like that's online. how. Yeah, that's how my stuff is. <laughs> yeah. Or in the people in person, I just print it out and they have folders at the gym because I like yeah. to change shit as I go. So uh-huh. it's been like weird switching on, but the cool thing is because you know they have all them damn videos already. Anytime yeah. I do have something um, more like that, I can just I can just uh, pick a video to help explain it. But he's been the easy first because, like I said, he already he's already been looking for a long time, so I don't yeah. have to explain every little like <laughs> I wrote box spots. He already knew how to do it. I mean, yeah. you start there, that can be like a three hour conversation. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teach a sled power walking. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I actually really like it now. I'm like, I, I think I'm gonna move some of my clients to like an online like more of a platform than just Google Docs. Yeah. Because I do I really like the videos. Like being yeah. able to just click that and have that be there instead of me finding links and linking all the google dogs to it yeah yeah so, yeah i mean most yeah. time i want to send a link i'll be like hey, hey you better look this shit up. <laughs> well, sometimes on the true coach i put it was really funny there was a girl that i put um like it was like a pullover like a i thought it was i thought the video was gonna be like a like a lap pullover you know mm-hmm. with the dumbbell yeah it was I didn't watch the video and she was like, I can't do that. And I watched the video. It's this guy pulling himself over the like pull up bar. Oh, yeah. around. And this was like <laughs> she she's like pregnant. She's, she's like, like I can't do that. <laughs> she's like, uh, so, is this a mistake? Is she crazy right now? <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. She she was like, Yeah, I figured it was a mistake. I was like, Yeah, I don't even know what that is. But <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the best one I've had. <laughs> Do you have um numbers that you want to hit before you were like re- like you could retire and be like, yeah, I'm I'm at peace with what I got. I I, I feel bad when I say this, but I'm like, I mean, I'm content with like what what I've done in powerlifting. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I always want to hit like bigger numbers, like, but. I'm also like, if I could never compete again, I don't think I'd be like upset. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I just like want to hit 300 in sleeves and a meet, which I think I'll do at the Arnold. Um, I'd like to bench like 70 kilos, the red plates, which yeah, I think I'm getting reds. pretty close to. So I don't know. Uh, so those would be like two goals, I guess. But if I never do that, I don't think I'd be like 
devastated or like try to kill my body to get that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I feel like I just see like how quickly people go in and out of powerlifting because of injuries. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing I, that. <laughs> it's not, it's not worth it to me. And maybe that's why I'm not like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's just not worth it to me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not dying on that sword. <laughs> yeah, Fuck like, that. I mean, I'm gonna push the hardest I can, but also like, I know my limits. I feel like I said that a lot today, but like, I know my <laughs> limits. Like, uh, yeah. Some people be like, I, I get you know, like some people that can do the craziest, cra- you know, the people who will go down as like the all-time world record holders in like five weight classes and shit yeah. like that. But it's like, bro, you literally took off 20 years of your life. I, I just can't yeah. do it. Oh, It'd be different you know if you're going to you play what? football, you know. <laughs> I do have a goal. So we have this, uh, we have like a board at our gym. And okay. it has like all the weight classes and like whoever's at the gym that's lifted the most. So after, after the Arnold, my goal is to like try to take more squares off the board. So mm. I'm going to kind of go up some weight classes and try to take some of the squat numbers and the bench numbers off the board oh really That's, okay yeah i mean i but what's the next weight class uh 114 and you're right now you're 97 uh so you can be at 97 and then for usapl is like 103 105 okay. whatever i don't know so i have what's like, the, how much more the how much bigger the numbers at the 114 um well at the gym um the person that has it is actually my coach and <laughs> she hasn't competed in that weight class in a while so mm-hmm. it's actually like some of those numbers are pretty low because like she's gotten stronger and moved up weight classes so mm-hmm. it's not that I don't I don't think I think it's like 308 or something or 314 and I'm like okay. I, I'm like I could do that <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's like that's my next goal after the Arnold is just kind of try to take some names off the board and fill up fill up the board with my name. <laughs> so that's not, but that's not your home gym. That's yeah. another gym you go to. What's what's the gym that you the other gym you go to? Uh, no, that's at uh, CSA. Um, what's CSA? It's uh the powerlifting gym that I train at. Um, in Dublin. So. Where they, where is that in California? It's um like do you know where Oakland is? Yeah. Okay, so it's like <laughs> not like I've been there, but I seen it on a map. <laughs> it's like twenty minutes from Oakland. It's like forty minutes from San Francisco. So Okay. Yeah. So Have you lived out there your whole life? Yeah. I uh yeah, I've lived here my whole life. I don't and I went to school at San Jose State, so I didn't like I didn't go very far. That's like 30 minutes from where I live so <laughs> yeah I've never left like I just don't think I can handle the weather anywhere else <laughs> I've been too spoiled um, live Miami I guess <laughs> oh it's humid out there that's can't true do that's that. true. can't <laughs> do that <laughs> yeah well last thing just tell everybody where they can find you all your links and all that uh you can find me on instagram tiny tiff 97 um i don't really use youtube or twitter <laughs> um i have a website that i never use but it's tinytifffitness.com 
<laughs> um, you can, if you want to train with me remotely, you could do smart strength or hit me up in the DMs. But mm. that's where you'll find me, probably just on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, it was a pleasure having you on. Thank you. This was fun. Yes. Maybe I'll be better next time. We'll, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> no, it was out. good. I told you. <laughs> Told you to relax. I always try to tell people, I'm, hey, it's going to be put up just how it is. Ain't no damn editing. Oh, <laughs> and, my gosh. That's it. That shit <laughs> short and sweet. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank you for having me. Let me, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When, we, when I get out there soon, we could just do one in person, too. Well, I'm thinking about um, probably trying to do an Ohio trip, hopefully, like, April or something like that. So, oh. you know, unless if you're, you know, busy or whatever, maybe we could make another trip because i know jacob will probably want to go this time because he hasn't been to west oh. side ever actually i think Dang. yeah so, i mean i got a bunch of coaches like that, that are gonna want to go trip. business yeah. trip you gonna be on jacob yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you you talked to him about that one <laughs> i'm gonna just slide it hey, yeah 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 oh let's make this into a business trip so we could all meet up <laughs> But yeah, that'd be cool to get us all all together on a podcast. Yeah, that that definitely would be dope. I I gotta I gotta uh, interview Tom next because I know he got a lot of good info too. Yeah, Tom's cool. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> all right, Tiff. I'll all talk right. to you later. All right. Have a good night. All right. You too. Bye. Bye bye. Well, that's all she wrote for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. As always. Um, if you have a question for me or your coach or no coach or like you on the podcast, DM me on Instagram at K-A-L-I-L underscore S-H-E-R-O-N-D. If you want to train with me online because you're not available in person, just shoot a message over to the Smart Strength Official app or DM me and we can get you started on there. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, leave a review. Um, that really will help with the podcast. Um, if you want to pre-order the book, you hit the link tree in my bio. If you want access to this uh, seminar downloadable videos, you can also hit the link tree. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Remember, stay clean. Peace.